sex unshamed. Hey, what's going on? You're looking for a podcast that unshames sex. I think we can help. Don't talk. Just listen. Listen. The most stimulating podcast on the internet. Ah. Now zip up and put your headphones on. You're listening to Sex Unshamed. Here's your host, Sean Lee. Hello, lovers. It's Sean Lee again. And I am so happy to talk to you because I know in my last couple of episodes, I mentioned the book, How to Blow His Mind with Your Mouth. And I just am so excited to get it out to you. I had to work through a couple of things with Amazon, and so it's finishing up again. But oh man, it's so good, you guys. (laughs) When you read the things that I have put in here for women, for men who like to suck cock, it is unbelievable. I didn't even know I knew so much. (laughs) But I had to break it down in the very simplest of formats. Because when you have seen as much live porn as I have seen, when you have watched as many people blow someone as I have, and you, and you know, I've given my fair amount of blowjobs, I didn't realize some of the beginner stuff. So I'm fortunate enough to have this wonderful niece. And I said to her, how many blowjobs have you ever given? And she looked at me. So I said, okay, let's try again. How many men have you ever given a blowjob to? And she said, one. And that's her husband. And I was like, oh, wonderful. You are my audience. (laughs) You are the person. Because even if you've given blowjobs forever, if you've not had the opportunity to watch other women close up, give a blowjob, you don't know if your blowjob's any good. You don't know if you're doing what he likes. He might say it's good, but he might not know what great is. And that's what this book is going to teach you. Because one of the things that she said to me, in fact, the only thing that she really said to me, was that the hardest part about giving a blowjob was the position. But she didn't say it that way. I said, what's the hardest part? And she said, my neck hurts. I said, your neck hurts? (laughs) And I want to know, I want you to know, my first thought was, how is that possible? If you were on your knees in front of him, how is that possible? Well, she wasn't on her knees in front of him. She was in a very different position, and I'd never even thought about it. So I want you to know that when I had to revamp this book for Amazon's pleasure, it was my pleasure too, because we had to cover a whole new section on positioning, how to position your body so your body doesn't hurt, how to use your mouth so your jaw doesn't get tired, how to do things to him that no one has ever done so you can blow his mind with your mouth. So if you're wondering where I've been, it's been there. I have been all up in the (laughs) blowjobs. And I'll tell you what, when I think about orgasms, I think about oral sex. When I think about the most mind-blowing orgasm I've ever had, it's an energy orgasm all day. But then I think about the second most mind-blowing, body-blowing, most exciting orgasms. And that's what I want to talk about today. Have you ever had a cervical kiss? Now, guys, you guys don't have a cervix. Sorry to tell you. It sucks for you. God liked us better. Um, (laughs) And I can prove it. The clitoris is the only organ on men or women that is solely dedicated to pleasure. And if that doesn't say we're God's favorites, I don't know what does. But the cervix is actually, it houses the uterus, which what contracts when you're about to have a baby. 
So your cervix contracts and it opens. It's where they talk about dilation. You know, you're 10 centimeters dilated. That's your cervix. Well, that sucker's packed with nerve endings. And some people have a really, really sensitive cervix. And they're like, ooh, I don't really want you poking up and around in there. So let me say this. Arousal matters. I mean, it just does. How turned on you are determines how sensitive that thing is. So guys, if you're listening, don't just stick your finger up there and go rooting around, okay? <laughs> because you have to warm her up. You have to get her where she wants you to touch her that deeply. Now, if you are, if you're a guy and you're super well endowed, chances are you're already hitting her cervix. If you're longer than, let's say, six or seven inches, chances are you're banging up around it anyway. In which case, you know where it's located. Now, most people can reach a finger up in there, unless you're a woman, in which case your fingers might be too short, but for the most part, you can find it. Once you're super aroused, it's about gently massaging that. You know, there are so many places on a woman that are pleasurable inside of ourselves. For example, we have the A spot, which is the spot between the uterus and the wall of your stomach. And if you have ever had somebody hit your A spot and have an A spot orgasm, you know what I'm talking about. But when we're talking about the clitoral orgasm, it's like, they also call it the uterine orgasm, right? So it's called a cervical kiss, which you know me, I love the language and I like that word so much better. When a woman has a clitoral orgasm, a uterine orgasm, whatever you want to call it, it's like every cell of your body has an orgasm. It's so different. I it's so interesting because every time I have a different type of orgasm, I have a different sensation of all of my cells. So an energy orgasm, for example, for me, it's like everything from my hair to the tips of my toes feels it. And it comes in waves as opposed to throbs. It just flows over you and it lasts forever, forever. I swear to God, it's the longest orgasm I've ever had. And when you are really skilled in your energy, you can give that orgasm if you want to, to someone across the country or across the world. When you know what you're doing and how to focus, <clears throat> your world blows up. Let me just tell you that. But a uterine or a cervical kiss orgasm is just that. It's like you are nudging and gently waking up your cervix, which a lot of times women only associate the cervix with pain. Because that's where babies happen. That's where those contractions happen. But if something can cause you that much pain, it can cause you that much pleasure. I mean, it's just that simple. So for men, guys, think about it this way. Your ball sack is super sensitive. And if somebody kicks you in the balls, it hurts a lot. We know this. But yet there are some people who view ball kicking as a pleasurable sensation. Now, I personally, if I had balls... <laughs> I don't think I'd want them kicked, but I know a lot of people do. By the same token, when you're about to orgasm, guys, this is still for you. If she grabs your scrotum and tugs on that ball sack just a little bit, you probably already do it when you masturbate. You know it feels good, but you have to be super turned on before you just grab your junk and pull. That's what I mean about a cervical orgasm. You have to get there slowly. You have to entice it. You have to be gentle. It can't be your only sole focus because she's going to like quit poking there and get, let's get down to some business. So you have to use your fingers. You have to use your cock. You have to use your mouth. You have to use everything you can use to get her that turned on 
so that when you touch her cervix, when you finally touch her cervix, when you rub it just enough that she orgasms and she feels it in every cellular neuron that she's got. And it is, I mean, ladies, it's like your eyelids orgasm. Okay. It feels so good. And I think you should try it today. So if I were going to give you a cervical orgasm, I would probably start off with the basics. I'd amp up the floor, the foreplay. I would touch her all over. I would spend an awful lot of time on her nipples and her mouth and everywhere except her pussy. Because when she gets turned on enough and you go down on her and you touch her with your delicious fingers and guys, we can take more than one finger. FYI. Okay. But we have to be really aroused to do that. Lick your fingers before you stick them inside of us. If you don't mind. Because as even as as wet as we are, it's nice to have a little extra and you can't go wrong with too much extra, especially not in sex. But you have to get there. A lot of times what I find, and guys, this is so true of you, when you sexed is you want to go from zero to hi, how are you to, hey, here's a dick pic. You can't do that when you're naked with someone. You have to go from hi, how are you? Do you want to have coffee? and then maybe alcohol, and then maybe dinner, and then maybe dancing, and then maybe a goodnight kiss where you start the whole process over the next day. From that foundation of how baby steps you have to take it, that's baby steps how you do sex. The best lovers in the world know that it takes time. There's a buildup. There's anticipation. There's the awareness that it's going to happen, even if it hasn't happened yet. There's that Oh, there's that energy that flows between you that when you're with someone that you know, you know is your person, that every cell in your body is already on fire. Every energy vibration you have is already aware. So the first time they touch you, it's ecstasy. And that is what a cervical kiss has been called. It has actually been called like being on ecstasy. Now, I have tried ecstasy in the past, and I am personally not a fan But when I figured out that a cervical kiss is like ecstasy, I thought, you know, (laughs) I'm not doing drugs anymore. But if I did, (laughs) if I were so inclined (laughs) and it feels like that, (laughs) fucking A, I would try it again. (laughs) But you can get there without the drugs. Ladies, let your guy listen to this. Guys, listen to her. Ladies, speak up. Let him know what feels good. Let him know when the pressure's too much. Let him know when you need more pressure. Let him know when you need him to move onto another part of your body because he's gotten so focused on this one part of your body. Get off my clit, dude. There's a lot more to me. Use your voice, ladies. It's your power. Guys, if she's not talking, I know this is going to shock you. Open your mouth and say, hey, do you like this? Does this feel good? Is this enough pressure? Should I go slower? Should I go faster? If she makes no sounds and she just moans, you're in the right spot. If, however, she kind of looks at you, you might go, oh. Now, I think I've told you this before, but I was with a lover once, and I told him what I wanted, and afterward, as we were laying there, completely satisfied, he said, I love that you're so open and you told me what you wanted. And I said, why wouldn't I? It's my sexual pleasure. Why would I not tell you what I wanted? And he said, most girls don't. 
And this was a guy who'd been around the block a couple 20 million times. And I was like, oh, how weird. So if you're listening to this show and you're somebody who's been married 10 minutes or 10 years or not married at all or just dating or whatever the hell you're doing in your life, if you get naked with somebody, speak up. Let them know what feels good. Let them know what feels bad. And ladies, if you're not sure, do some self-exploration before you introduce him to your cervix. (laughs) Find out how you like it to be touched. If your fingers aren't long enough, like my fingers are just flat out not long enough. There are toys out there. Touch yourself gently. Figure out what you like before you say, hey, by the way, long fingers, come here. (laughs) Because that, that's where magic happens, man. Our vaginas are the most phenomenal muscles, structures in the whole world. When you think about the elasticity alone, okay, of how far we can stretch and how fast we retract, it shows you the wonders of yourself. Now, guys, if you're listening, you could get a whole hand in up there if you wanted to, if she wanted you to, if you're up for it, if she's up for it is most important because it is her body. But slowly is always a good place to start. Gently is always a wonderful place to be because if she wants it harder, if she wants more, if she needs more sensation, she will either tell you with her mouth or tell you with her body. And you know me, ladies, sometimes you just got to lead them. So you take them by the hand, you show them with your body and you tell them with your mouth and you repeat it because when they're in the height of passion, like you are, they don't forget. They don't remember. They get lost in themselves like we do. So sometimes we have to tell them over and over again, this is what I like. This is how I like it. And guys, it goes for you too. She doesn't know what your dick feels like. (laughs) You do. And that's what I cover in this book because I've interviewed enough people and I've watched enough live porn and I've done enough clinical research to tell you, I know how a blowjob should go. And ladies, when this book comes out on Amazon, I guess I should say ladies and guys who like to suck cock, when the book is out, it'll go from God to me to you. You will be the first ones to know because you listen to my show. But I want you to know, it's so good. (laughs) Like you are not even going to believe what the blowjobs are going to give. All right, my loves, I got to get to finish recording this new section and then it will be out as soon as it can be, as soon as I can get it out, it's out. I've been getting a lot of emails from y'all, so I wanted to let you know. I know you're waiting for it. Me too. <laughs> okay? Because I can't wait to share what I've never shared before that is all up in this book. All right, my loves, I got to get to work. Today, tomorrow, and every single day, you know that I love you. But you have to love you first. And that is always, always, always an inside job. Listening to Sex Unshamed. Unshaming Sex. Unshaming Sex. We hope you had your tissues ready. (laughs) Did you have fun? We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll see you next time. Pervert. Pervert.